Hello, this is Ken, your podcast preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Consider the Cost and Then Consider the Cost. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode 404. Repeat and repeat, back to the top floor. It will be rougher for some than for others. This does not mean that if you do not die for your faith, then you are not hot for God. Many Christians I have read about have died of natural causes without a stripe on their back. But if we are dead to ourselves, then we have already died to whatever may come. Romans 6, 1, 11. So what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died in sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives... He lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Alive in Christ is sufficient. I guarantee you will experience some level of what is outlined in these scriptures. Doesn't the whole world suffer and go through trials, persecutions, and testings? Yes, so we ought not think that because we are saved that we have escaped such needful things. Hebrews 2.10 For it was fitting for him, that is Jesus, for whom are all things and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Hebrews 2.18 For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Hebrews 4.15 For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Hebrews 5, 8, 9. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. He did and we will, but if we allow ourselves to see and experience it like Paul, then we enter into a glory without the care or concern of what we did with our time on earth. Consider the cost to see if you can endure the journey. Jesus didn't hide the fact that it would be difficult. Nope, he didn't tell you your life will be so blessed all the time that you will feel like you are living in heaven on earth. Nope, he didn't say it would be without its troubles and challenges. Nope, he didn't say you wouldn't be broken sometimes, hungry sometimes, sick sometimes, unemployed sometimes, rejected sometimes, unloved sometimes, that you would lose sleep sometimes, that life might feel completely hopeless sometimes, that you would avoid all curses and nothing shall befall you from the devil. Nope, he didn't say that. 
He did say that if you abide in him, that all things will be possible for those who love him. So let's finish with a chocolate chip cookie. Luke 14, 27, 35. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, least after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? Or else while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land or for the dunghill, but men throw it out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. No, I can't do that to you. I must do better than just leave you in such a heavy state. Let's exceedingly rejoice with Peter. 1 Peter 4, 12, 14. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part he is blasphemed, but on your part he is glorified. That is the blessed we want to be prepared for, because it will come and do its work if you let it. In the name of transformation, be blessed. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from them. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.